0: You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through His choice vessel. Apostle Goodheart, Obi Ekweme.
1: If you have your Bible this very beautiful Wednesday evening, turn together with me to two portions of Scripture. Number one, Nehemiah chapter 8, and Proverbs chapter 24. Nehemiah 8, verse number 10. And Proverbs 24 verse 10. We want to go into our Bible study this hour. Nehemiah 8:10 and Proverbs 24 verse 10. Shall we together read Nehemiah 8:10? 1, 2, 3, go. Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared for this day is holy unto our lord neither be he sorry for the joy of the lord is your strength i want us to to re-echo that again the joy of the lord is your strength now Personalize that statement. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is your strength, and that joy is my strength. Hallelujah. Proverbs 24, verse number 10. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. If thou faint in the day of adversity, Thy strength is small. I want to use one assignment this wonderful day strength for the journey. Strength for the journey. I don't know where you are, what you're going through, what phase, what stage in life you are experiencing. I would like to believe God today that this is a word to bring you incarnate, succor, and strength to run along, to finish the race of life well and victorious. Bow your heads as we entreat our Father in a word of prayer. Our Father, this is your word. I beseech you again to take a coal of fire, anoint the lips and the tongues of clay of the seven son of yours, that today I will come to your people with a thus said the Lord. Move every man, every woman, every boy, every girl from across the cities and the nation, from where we are today to where you've reserved i for us. Lord, I hide myself behind the cross. I decrease that you increase. I hide my inadequacies and shortcomings behind the cross. Let your grace and your glory be revealed to all that are gathered on this altar across nations and those who will play back this message in days and weeks and months and years to come. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. Shout strength for the journey. Glory to God. I would like to consider another aspect of the ingredients for a successful journey, which is nothing else but strength. Can somebody shout strength, strength, strength. You need strength if you're going to go beyond surviving to thriving, succeeding, and excelling in the journey of life. There is a requirement for a certain degree of strength, resilience, and staying power For you to enjoy a successful journey in life. When I speak of a journey dearly beloved, I don't only limit that word to you going from point A to point B as we understand a journey to be. But I I want you to uh, to broaden that understanding, that concept to include uh, really anything that pertains to your life, whether it's a project, whether it is relationship, whether it is task whether it's whatever it is, family life, whatever it is, whatever endeavor of life, ministry endeavor, whatever it is, uh, all of that, uh, for all intent and purposes include what I mean by journey. So it's beyond going from point A to point B to include a task and project, relationships, and endeavors, and so on and so forth. If you're going to succeed in any of life's endeavors, any of life's project, of life's journeys beloved you and i require a measure of strength to do just that you understand more than i do that beginning a race well and strong gives you no guarantee that you're going to necessarily end the race strong and well there are many good starters but unfortunately poor finishers so the intention and the desire of god for every one of his children is not that we just start alone start well alone but that we ultimately breast the tape, finish the crossing line strong. Hallelujah. And that's a word of encouragement for all who are here today that God desires for you and I to finish well. Not just that, he's already made adequate spiritual provision. He's made adequate spiritual provision to enable us to truthfully finish well in the journey of life. Hallelujah. Look at the expression of God's desire in Jeremiah 29, 11 concerning you and me. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know, it's not in doubt, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace, all right, and not of evil, to give you an expression Expected lego da says i know the thoughts i'm not in doubt of what my mind is full concerning you i'm not trying to get you sick i'm not trying to get you disease i'm not trying to get you fail I'm not trying to get you barren no 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 i am the one who is thinking well concerning you and i'm yeah yeah i'm negotiating situation and circumstances to bring you to what i consider to be your expected end Hello, somebody? Uh, The issue is that God is thinking well about you and me, but oftentimes our thoughts about ourselves are so far removed diametrically to God's thoughts concerning us. He thinks you should be lifted. You should be healed. You should be promoted. You should go forward. Praise God. But sometimes we allow the enemy to throw all kinds of negativity of thoughts in our minds. You'll never do well. You'll never rise again. Who am I? Oh, worm. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. We have to come into alignment with the thoughts of God for us. I know the thought that I think toward you. Boga Labosa. Said the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. We ought to drive away stinking, thinking of our minds concerning what we have been thinking about ourselves. You will make it, you will go forward, you are progressing, you are advancing. Hallelujah. Those are the words that communicate the thoughts of God towards you. The preacher, Ecclesiastes 7, verse 8, says, Better is the end of a thing. Than the beginning thereof. And the patient in spirit. Is better than the proud in spirit. Listen. Better is the end of a thing. Than the beginning thereof. And the patient in spirit. Is better than the proud in spirit. So again we see. The end of a thing is better than the beginning. That is the intention of God. That as you progress in life, according to Proverbs 4.18, the path of a just man shines brighter and brighter and brighter even unto the day of perfection. Right. So as you run along in the journey of life, it is God's desire, ultimate desire, that is getting better and sweeter for you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at what the Bible says in Job 8 verse 7. Job 8 verse 7. Hallelujah though thy beginning was small i don't know how you began the year 2020 it may have been small but hear what the lord says though thy beginning was small yet thy latter end should greatly increase somebody shot is getting better is getting sweeter is getting bigger with jesus hallelujah getting sweeter getting better getting bigger with jesus hallelujah hallelujah the bible Communicates God's desire again for us in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. 3 verse 18. Second, is a Bible study, please. Turn your Bible, turn your Bible, make notes. Like the Berean Christians, you go back to go through your notes. It's a Bible study. Praise the Lord. We'll trust God to build line upon line, precept upon precept. All right? 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. But we all with open faith, beholden as in a glass, the glory of the Lord uh, changed. That word change is metamorphosis. Huh. It, it is a drastic transformation from one thing to another thing so that the end does not corroborate to the beginning. Like the, like the, the butterfly goes through the, purpose, the process of lava pupa and all of that and ultimately becomes a butterfly. At its final stage, the butterfly has no semblance in terms of what it looks like at the end of the metamorphosis to where it began. Praise the Lord. Somebody, Likewise, uh, the desire of the Father over you and me is for us to experience a metamorphosis so that what you will become tomorrow will not be able to be compared to what people know you to be today. Hallelujah. Listen carefully. Second Corinthians 3.18 But we all with open face without a veil, right. beholden as in a glass, the glass is a mirror, the glory of the Lord are changed, we're being changed, into the same image, the key word there is same image, from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So we're, we're, we're headed to conform to the same image. What image? Christ. But the way we get there, listen carefully, is from glory to glory to glory while you want it to happen suddenly, quickly, swiftly, because no, 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 I'm going to change it from glory to glory. What you all you need to look out for is that today's glory, today's change is better than yesterday's change. Hallelujah. Please declare, I am going forward, I am being transformed, I am being changed to the same image of Christ. Beloved, finishing well and strong. Is God's desire and heartbeat for all of His children in the several journeys of life He's called them to embark? But we see that it's not always, not necessarily automatic that you will end up, all right, finishing well and strong, even though that's God's intention and God's desire for you and for me. Why is that so? We begin to find that there is an element. of volition and choice and will, God gave us as human beings, right? Uh, and He respects our will. Praise God. He said in Isaiah one eighteen, "If it's a condition now, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land, right? If you are willing and obedient, you will eat of the good." So God respects, quote unquote, He honors your will, right? So expectantly, God desires for us to cooperate with him, cooperate with his word, with his principles, with his promises over our lives. In other words, we're to come into agreement with what the Lord says. Amos 3.3 says, How shall two walk together except they be in agreement or they agree? So the Lord wants you to agree with him in the word. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Like the psalmist declared once, as the lord spoken twice have i heard the power belongs to him so as he speaks once let your heart come into agreement and alignment of the truth his word is yea and amen hallelujah his promises are not yea and maybe they are yes and they are amen glory to god so it's our responsibility to agree with the word of the lord and to align our obedience to his word dearly beloved God is not a respecter of persons. No, it's not. It's not. As a matter of fact, God loves every one of his children equally. Yes. But unfortunately, the results that his children get per time is not necessarily the same as others. Right? Though he loves all his children equally, listen carefully, uh, the, the manifestation of his promises is his blessings in the tangible manner, they're not equally distributed amongst his children. Why? Because there is an element of responsibility amongst his children. Do you agree? Do you believe severally? Christ will say, be it done unto you according to your faith. There's something your faith has to do with, something your agreement has to do with it. Praise the Lord. Something your obedience has to do with it. Praise God. So we can say his love, may be unconditional but the manifestation of God's blessings and promises they are conditional right right let's look at two scriptures just to see whether or not these things are conditional or not Deuteronomy 28 let's turn there quickly Deuteronomy Deuteronomy 28 verse number one and it shall come to pass somebody shall strength for the journey i perceive and believe strength for the journey has been released over you right now strength for the journey and it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the lord thy god to observe and to do all his commandments which i commanded this day that the lord thy god will set thee on high above all nations of the earth that is his promise uh-huh uh-huh and all these blessings All these blessings shall come on thee, guess what? And overtake thee, guess what? If, condition number one, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, of course, as we hearken, he expects also to do the word. So we're here to do. So number one, to hearken. Number two, to do the word. So he says, by hearkening and doing the word, these promises shall come upon us and they will also overtake us. Glory to God. The question is, are all believers walking equally in these dimensions of the blessing of the Lord? The answer obviously is no. But is God partial in his love for all? No. His love for us is unconditional. But uh, the blessings by way of their concrete manifestation in the lives of people, individuals, has to do with their commitment to doing and obeying the word of the Lord. Look at another promise in 3 John 2. Piece of healing. 3 John 2. Beloved, I wish above all things, not some things, not few, not many. Above all, this is the desire of God again expressed through his prophet. Yeah. I wish above, I desire above all things that what? That thou may prosper. And be in health, located in health, be in health, even as thy soul prosper. The question is: Are all believers equally healthy, equally prosperous? The answer is no. But has God made that? blessing available for all yes what is the issue the issue is commitment to do and to obey that word glory to God so in other words we as Saints need to be willing to take personal responsibility somebody once said nothing just happens in the kingdom of God. That all things that happen in the kingdom of God, they are made to happen by the application and engagement of kingdom principles. Nothing just happens. Whatever you see something happen around you, they have been made to happen by the engagement of kingdom principles. Those principles are keys of the kingdom. When you have the keys, you can unlock doors, and you can access the blessings in, the, in those doors. Praise God. But you must find the keys and use the keys. Glory to God. Glory to God. I want to make an emphasis about this journey just to, to, to bring, bring it to perspective. Uh, I want to distinguish uh, two, two aspects of the journey that I refer to. Number one is the primary journey and the other is the secondary journey. The primary journey for every believer, every child of God, is that which has to do with the, what, what the journey you embark on from the point of your giving your life to Christ. Right, You begin to grow procedurally grace to grace glory to glory in maturity in faith in word in truth in prayer you grow towards christ likeness or christ-like maturity that's a journey <laughs> from credo credo means as a new birth new believer growing to christ-like maturity that is a journey praise god it has to do with maturing to christ-like maturity, or rather maturing to christ-like or growing to christ-like maturity that journey also has to do with you discovering your life's purposes why you what doors are you designed by god to open in life what answers are you supposed to bring to to, to man's a uh, uh, man's puzzles and questions and so on and so forth uh, what problems are you supposed to, to solve in in life so why you what you so the purpose or your purpose is god's original intention for bringing you into the world for such a time as this. so part of that journey is discovery of purpose it to the point of fulfillment, but also the climax of this primary journey, primary journey, primary spiritual journey is for the believer to ultimately uh, uh, grow in faith and grow in Christ to the point of Christ-like maturity, but also where you are rapturable. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. Now we have the primary journey. Uh, the primary journey is really anything in between the sorry the secondary journey secondary is anything in between your 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 life existence whether it has to do with pursuit or of your your career path uh, your marriage your academics whatever it is uh, those are secondary secondary uh, uh, journeys or project right as in as they are, because they are, because when you succeed in those seemingly uh, prim- secondary projects, not second, primary, secondary project, uh they, they bring God glory. And by it, you can actually be a witness to the unsaved. Praise the Lord. When you excel in particular endeavors, your career, your academics, your marital life, uh, it, it's, it's one way to witness uh, uh, to those around you that they, they are attracted to know what it is you know you're doing that brings about some results. But you see, the truth be told is that you cannot equate the primary project or primary journey to the secondary journey hallelujah this is the primary journey it, 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 it has a great great eternal ramification but the secondary journey uh, will not be as important as the ultimate primary journey so as somebody put it I put it again that you it is okay for you to lose some battles but as long as you don't lose the war let me say it again a long life journey you could possibly lose some battles but don't lose the war the war is pursuing the ultimate journey which is the primary journey which is a primary task to be born again to grow to Christ like maturity and to be pleasing to God and to ultimately uh, 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 be in that place where you, you are uh, uh, bringing out pleasure and delight. Hallelujah. It has a lot to do with eternal ramifications. While the primary journey are things that are in between that. Praise the Lord. Let, let, hear the words of Apostle Paul as he talks about this primary journey or ultimate journey in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 to 27. Please write down First Corinthians 9, 24 to 27 if you're there shout hallelujah glory to God 1st Corinthians 9 24 I read to your hearing know you not that they which run in a race run all but one receiveth the prize so run that you may obtain and every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown but we am incorruptible i therefore so run not as uncertainly so fight i not as one that beateth uh, the air excuse me but i keep under my body and bring it i bring it into subjection lest that by any means huh, when i preach to others I myself should be a castaway. Praise God! This was a hard craft, Apostle Paul. He began to paint a picture that our journey in the Lord is likened unto a fight. It's a fight and it's a race. Praise God! It's a race. It's a journey. It's a fight. And he said, "Hey, if people who are pursuing uh, earthly trophies and 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 all kinds of awards and medallions uh, are doing so with so much..." Uh, 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 dexterity and labor and diligence and, and and investment of time and energy. How much more you and I, who are racing against something far more valuable, something more treasurable that has to do with eternity, said, hey, "Hey, we've got to deal with all manner of diligence and discipline." Said, Even I, I bring my body, I render my body under subjection, lest ha, having previous glory, I become disadvantaged or become a castaway. That is the import of this primary journey we speak about. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Look at how the Bible also begins to express or qualify the import of this primary journey, or this ultimate journey. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 19. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Ah, ah. If in this life all we do have hope for this life, 19 years, 19 years, 100 years, 20 years. Is that all hope we have? Apostle Paul by the Spirit said, hey, you guys, you are of all men most miserable. In other words, there's something far more than this life, Kayatipa. We are on that journey. It's an eternal race. Praise God. It behoves us to, to, to rise up with a new sense of sensitivity and diligence to run this race. Is that important? We're risen against, not just time, against eternity and eternal rewards. Praise God. Look at Mark eight thirty-six. If in this life, only for what shall it profit a man? Mark 8.36. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? God forbid. Gain the whole world and lose his own soul? God forbid. Beloved, finishing well and strong is something we need to engage in realizing that it doesn't take um, human efforts. Thank God for determination. Thank God for focus. But you see, ultimately, we need the spirit of strength, or if you like, the spirit of might to help us to run along. In other words, we need the strength of God to run this race because it will not be by power, not by might, but by the spirit of the Lord. Apostle Paul makes a reference in his letter to the church in Corinth and says um, all things are lawful or all things may be lawful but not all things are expedient Uh so there are many things that are okay to do praise God but in the light of eternity in the light of the ultimate journey not all things should be carried out so all things may be okay lawful you can go here come here do this not particularly a sin but it could be a weight but it says hey hey it's not everything that is expedient for you till I made for you it's okay for someone to do that and get away with it but for you for your journey ah yeah yeah not everything is expedient praise God praise God we need strength and strength is being released on this altar through light and teachings for us to finish well in the journey of life you've heard me quote over and over Uh, Matthew 24, 13. I will do so again today. But he that shall endure to the end, glory to God, the same shall be saved. He that shall endure, that word endure requires, you know, it takes strength to endure something, to grit your teeth and to go go through something, it takes endurance, but it takes strength to endure. They that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. So, If it requires endurance to be saved, it requires strength to endure. And the question now is, how do we get this strength that we need to endure to the very end? You get that? that Relay race, right? To the end, there is endurance and there's strength. We're asking, what is the source of strength? How do I get the strength to endure to the end? Praise God. Our companion text reads thus, Proverbs 24.10, if thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Thy strength is small, beloved. Dearly beloved, there is a day of adversity and testing in a man's life. So, there's a, a season of testing, a season of trial in a man's life. So, and it says here, if that day comes upon us and we realize all of a sudden we're weak. don't have enough strength it is indicative or we're fainting is indicative we don't have enough strength to counteract that test for the moment so what we need is to constantly fill up our spirit man with strength i will know how to do that next few minutes strength strength for the journey. is there somebody who is feeling weary across the nations beginning to feel tired you're wondering how long can I go on in this journey? How long will I make it? Will all of the news around and CNN and Fox News and all the news around and uh, local news and international news and global news of the pandemic and all that, how long will I continue? Hey, beloved, strength is coming to help you run along to the finish line. Hallelujah. You can't afford to be weary in between the journey. So, so no, 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 no. You have to push along to the very, very end. And grace, grace is will be released unto us today. Praise God. Beloved, these testings and these trials, they usually don't give us warnings when they show up. So, boom, they show up their ugly head. Because they don't give us warnings, it is important for us to live ready, to live prepared for any coming incursion of the enemy in that sense that we are prepared for the test. And it simply means we have to anticipate the possible things the enemy can bring. And begin to prepare ourselves today for those possible pending tests in our future. It mustn't take us by surprise. First, Peter 4.12 and 13. Please write. We're undertaking a study. Faith for the journey. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you. It's not strange. It will come to pass. That test. We'll give it to a testimony. We'll learn on Sunday how it is that God will help us deal with seeming impossible situations. Hallelujah. So don't think it's strange. What are they? Fury trial. That means they will fire, but they're trials. Which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice. You hear the word again, rejoice? Rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. Philippians 4.4. Rejoice. How do I rejoice when I'm going through a tough time? Well, rejoicing is the key to turn the tough time to a glorious time. Praise God. The test of testimony. Right. So rejoice in as much as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. See that now? It's so joy there, rejoicing there. All tied to challenges and difficulty. Exceeding joy. But it says, rejoice. Hallelujah someone said i will rejoice again i will rejoice once again i will rejoice again i will rejoice wow hallelujah 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 beloved i can't overemphasize that there is a certain level of strength resilience that we need within us to be able to further the course of the journey of life we can't afford to tire we can't afford to wait, to 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 waste, or or, or to faint, or to tire along the journey of life. We must constantly open up our hearts and say, Lord, I open up the channels of my spirit, fill it with strength, fill it with might, fill me up with strength in the inner man, and God will just breathe upon you, boom, and you run along. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. I want to say to you, beloved, one of the enemy's weapons of choice, Satan's weapons of choice, is that of weariness to the saints. He seeks avenues, systems, circumstances that will target the saints to become weary and just tired. You know, when your spirit begins to get tired, you've got to watch that because that's the plot of the enemy to make you you don't have strength to rise up to pray, strength to study, we'll pray. And I believe somebody will be delivered on this altar. Strength to rise up to do the needful. You know, why? There's a weariness and tiredness creeping into the spirit. Uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, such weariness that has been hovering around lives, uh, uh, depressive feelings, moody feelings, by the power that is in the name of Jesus, by the blood of the Lamb, we will decree in agreement such spirits broken over God's people in the name of Jesus Christ. Rejoice! Again, I say rejoice hallelujah 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 you will not be discouraged you will not be discouraged that's why from time to time you've got to plug your ears to words that you know blessed you a four time and just go back to them again and receive the same uh, uh, in feeling the same uh, 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 and you received when that word was preached to one another uh, look for a brother a sister uh, who you know they're really there in faith and share your concerns and let them hold you by the hand and pray with you pray in the spirit and strengthen you before you know it boom your heart is jumping up again you have to find ways to encourage yourself you can't be it can't be a no-man's island no 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 those who stand alone fall alone yeah a three-fold cord cannot easily be broken when a husband and a wife are together the Bible says they have heat together they, they make heat Right, two are better that two together are better than two apart. What am I saying? The law of sanity commands you to be in a place where there are people who are anchored to you who are there to strengthen you in, especially in your weak moments. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And by the way, if you don't find those kind of people, look inward and pick up your Bible and say, I encourage myself in the Lord, as David did in first Corinthians thirty verse six. It says David encouraged Himself in the Lord. Wow. That's why you have to. It is marvelous in So when there is nobody to encourage you, there should be. Go to church, call that brother, call us. But if there is nobody, hey, 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 look up to God say, Lord, I encourage myself in the Lord. This too shall come to pass. Praise God. Praise God. One of the reasons why we're made to understand the heart faints or is discouraged is this. Proverbs 13:12. Hope deferred, maketh the heart sick. But when desire cometh, it's a tree of life. So hope deferred. I mean, hope, constantly believing for something, i believe believing for this, but I just it's deferred. It's pushed to the future. It makes the heart sick. So, but today we want to anchor our faith in the word and in his promises. Just let God be true and every man be alive. He said, he will bring it to pass. Hallelujah. We mustn't be weary in well-doing. So, the Bible says in Galatians 6 verse 9, let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season, yes, yes, this is season of pay, payday, in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. So, the condition to reap is to not to faint. In due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Hallelujah. I mentioned to you earlier, that one of the ploys of the enemy is to bring weariness or to weary the saints. Let me give you Bible. Daniel 7:25. a Bible class, please write. Let your children write, teach them how to write in church. Children, never too old to learn, never too young to learn. Make notes and go back to them. We taught our children early enough to write. As they study, they write. As they hear a sermon, they write. So they can go back to what they wrote and what they documented. It's important. It's a good way to learn. I still write when I hear sermons, or hear people talk. I, I write, I write, I write. It's important. Somebody once said, the faintest or the shortest pencil is stronger than the faintest mind. In other words, what you write, what you document is going to outlive what you may not be able to remember. That's what I that, that, that statement means. Daniel 7.25, and you shall speak great words, against the most high and shall wear out the saints of the most high Can You see the enemy is to wear out the saints of the most high and think to change times and laws and they shall be given into his hand until the time and the times and the divine of time what is that he shall speak great words against the most high and shall wear out the saints of the most high will not be worn out no no will stand fast in the liberty we're Christ set settled free, we refuse to be worn out. We choose to believe, we choose to agree, we choose to declare we're going forward. The economy may be acting funny, we know that we are attuned to the covenant. Back here Practice the covenant, you see, you trade with it, and then you get the result of the covenant. I've said before, I say again, that God is not a respecter of the climate, huh? but he's a respecter of his covenant. So if we know the covenant, we trade with it, we traffic with it, then we have the result of the covenant that makes us outstanding outstanding amongst our peers they wonder what are they doing in that church what are they doing in that family what are they doing in that environment why they are walking the kingdom principles that makes the climate literally non-consequential because of the covenant hallelujah hallelujah those who knew the covenant the ottoman the new, uh enjoy a harvest in the middle of a famine ask uh, uh, uh isaac in genesis 26 verse 12 so isaac planted in the season of famine, what was that? I believe he was led by the Holy Ghost to plant when there was famine around, which is unlikely. Normally, people hard and pull back, but he planted, and guess what? And God brought back to him in the same year a hundredfold. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you must guard your entire life of the various things that strive to wear you out. You, you, you. But I should know that. Some movies you watch just gets you fainting and gets you thinking, oh my, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, don't don't, don't expose your ears, your eyes to things that wear you out. Some kind of music you shouldn't hear at all because they wear out your faith. When you ought to be believing God, all matters of that are popular because of the, the music you're allowed to filter into your soul. Praise God. So, it's important to guard our souls. Praise the Lord. Strength is needed for the journey. I want to buttress the truth. I believe you know that already. That man is a tripartite being. He is first and foremost a spirit, not a mind, not a soul. He's a spirit. He has a mind and he lives in a physical body called the earth suit. Yeah. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and he dwells in a physical body called the temple of God. Look at first Thessalonians 5 verses 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. Holy means completely. Holy. And I pray God, the whole spirit and the whole soul and the body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Read again and the very god of peace sanctify you holy that word holy is complete w-h-o-l-l-y not h-o-l-y holy complete all right and i pray god your whole same word again spirit and soul and body preserved blameless unto the coming of our lord jesus christ may our spirit soul body be preserved blameless unto the coming of the lord in the name of the lord jesus christ amen i, I want to buttress uh, 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 a point regarding what it means to have a strong spirit. Strong spirit. So I have a strong spirit. Proverbs 18, verse 14. I read this in some versions for clarity. Proverbs 18, 14, KJV says, The spirit of a man shall sustain his infirmity. But a wounded spirit, who can bear? All right? The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity but a wounded spirit who can bear. That means the Lord wants you to be free of excess courage in your mind and things that filter there and make you worried and concerned. You know, cast your cares it for it cares for you. You know, let it go, right? Right? So, so the, the, the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. That word infirmity is not necessarily sickness, disease. It could be, but it means also weakness. The proclivity and the tenderness of the human being, the flaw that comes with being human in the body. So, so the spirit of a man within you will sustain that. Wow. Callable. Look at the new NLT. The human spirit can endure a sick body. You see that now? The human spirit can endure a sick body, but who can bear a crushed spirit? That means when your spirit within is energized, it is strong, even when disease attempts to come upon you because you're so strong on your inside you rebel against the disease it just goes as quickly as it can praise God it Says the human spirit can endure a sick body but who can bear a cross spirit praise God praise God look at the Amplified version the classic the strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily, bodily pain right or trouble this Amplified classic now or trouble but a weak and broken spirit who can raise up or bear that is amplified classic i beg your pardon let me read it again the strong spirit of a man sustains him in his bodily pain or trouble bodily pain or trouble can be sustained or can be exceeded when the spirit of a man is strong it means beloved that your spirit can be strong it can be weak and it can have various stages of being weak or being strong, but God's intention is that our spirit man be made strong. Praise God. Want to identify very quickly in the time we have left, uh, some of the sources of spiritual strength. Very quickly, some of the sources of spiritual strength we've established now, we need strength for the journey, right? We've established number two, that there are two aspects of the journey. One is the primary main journey of being a believer, and ending well in the journey of life. Number two, are uh, the projects in life, marriage, your, your career path, they all they're, that's part of the journey. You need strength to go through it, right? To not be aware along the way. So we've also established that we need endurance to be able to come out as victorious And what we need to endure is strength, right? So the question we're about to ask is now, hey, how do I get this strength? Praise God. How do I access this strength? Very simple. Praise God. So number one is the Word. Somebody write down the Word, the Word of God. The Word of God is a primary key and source of the strength of God. Matthew 4, 4 says, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So, just like bread nourishes, Strengthens, sustains the physical body. Likewise, the word nourishes, strengthens our spirit. Man, praise God, praise God, praise God. Uh, if you read uh, Proverbs four twenty, it says, "My son, attend to my words; incline thine ear to my sayings; let them not depart from th- thine eyes; keep them in the midst of thine heart, for their life." Right, life is strength. Their life, life gives strength. Life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Where the word, the word, the word. So the word has several properties. Yeah, healing properties, uh, illuminating properties, uh, uh, strength properties, deliverance properties, uh, all kinds of properties. But one of the things we find in the word is strength. It guarantees you strength. So when you eat the word by way of hearing and meditating listen it pours into your spirit man added strength you know that moment where you're studying hearing a particular message or you're in church you're coming discouraged fearful afraid worried but as the word kept on coming boom and you were, you are rising like a, a flower about to bud you rise you rise you rise and by the time the service was over you're smiling you're beaming what happened the word came and quickened you hallelujah Hallelujah. So the word of God is one primary source of the strength of God. As we read, as we study, as we attend to the word of the Lord, we're in turn also receiving strength that comes from the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two, source of strength is prayer. Prayer is so key. Prayer is so important. We can't overemphasize the place of import of prayer. But We find uh, in Jude, sorry, in Luke 18, verse 1, in the words of Jesus, he begins to tell the people that look, I, I said, and he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always, not sometimes, always to pray, aha, and not to faint. So we see that fainting is a result of not praying. So if you're fainting, in your spirit, you're weary you know what? What you need is to kick your prayer life up to not next level. James 5:13 says, Is there any who is afflicted? Let him pray. So prayer will cure affliction, but also prayer will push affliction away from the soul. So prayer is one way to strengthen us. Praise the Lord. Pray, but but even more so. The prayer that is really, really uh, uh, recommended for, for spiritual strength within us is praying in the spirit for prolonged period of time. If you're not baptized with the Holy Spirit and you're born again, beloved, you are in a Position to be baptized with the Holy Ghost and to be filled with the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. The Lord has made available to every believer at least, right, it's available. You don't have to take it, it's a gift. You either choose or refuse it. But it's a gift available to every believer the, the, the gift of uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. Wherever you are across the nations. Uh, if you believe that gift is for you, because it is, and you're born again, let, let's let's engage our Father in prayer. Just since we should do that now, somebody out there needs to engage this, this amazing, marvelous gift of, of the H- Holy Spirit baptism. Wherever you are, pray with me. I will, lead you, I will lead you to a confession, and then you trust the Lord that you open your mouth as you thank Him. Oh boy, cause a so fresh fire, fresh fire, fresh words from your within. Let's pray across the nations. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you, Just as I am, asking you to forgive me all of my sins. I open the door of my heart, my master, and my king. Fill me up. Take me over. Fill me up. I believe, Jesus, that the Holy Spirit is a gift you made available for all of your children. Today, I ask and I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues now open your mouth very simply nothing complicated you sense your tongue and your lips want to move in a particular direction your mind may fight it because it doesn't make sense logically but it makes sense spiritually open your mouth lord we thank you for fresh baptism across the natures a renewal a refreshing Thank you and thank you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Please, please exercise yourself in praying in the spirit. Jude 1.20 says, But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So as you pray in the Holy Ghost, over a period of time, you're building up yourself uh, on your most holy faith. What are you doing? It's like a man who... Plugs his phone that has been discharged after yesterday's use it into power source in the night for it to charge for tomorrow's use likewise when you pray the Holy Ghost for all intents is one way to charge your spirit man afresh with life and light hallelujah glory to God Amen. so number one the word number two prayer men ought to pray and not to faint I would say one prayer that is needful is a prayer in the spirit over a prolonged time you become energized and strength number three source of, of strength is of course joy. You know that already, right? Joy. We're in the season of joy, a yeah. season of grace, a season where the Lord said we should laugh uh, throw it and all, and it would turn our adversities to advantage. Praise God. Now look at Nehemiah eight and very quickly. Joy is a source of strength. Joy is a source of strength. Glorious God. Joy is a source of strength. The last button says. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Can we say that? The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for strength being released in the nations. When people learn to rejoice. Brondolo, Brondolo, Zigrad Galihetega, Sha Bragadis, Gabos, Neclando Broski, Prakas Seprega, Bologo Bante Gratas, De Santo Capalados, Voplhana, Yekrabos Krapatan, S Krepolandeges, E Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We'll also take a look at Habakkuk 3:17 very shortly. After Nehemiah, we go to Habakkuk. Habakkuk. Hallelujah. But Nehemiah. Thank you, Jesus. Nehemiah chapter number 8, verse number 10. Then he said unto me, unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be you sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So when we learn to rejoice, guess what? it releases strength into our spirit man so so a joyful person is a spiritually stronger person hallelujah so get your praise on get your joy on never allow sorrow murmuring complaining to take over your lips your mind have an occasion to thank God for hallelujah he is good and his mercies and just forever hallelujah amen look at habakkuk 3 verse number 17 you know this scripture already exciting one name sorry habakkuk 3:17 and 18 and 19 although the fig tree shall not blossom mm-hmm, 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 neither shall fruit be in the vines the labor of the olive shall fail and the field shall shall yield no meat the flock shall be cut off from the food and there shall be no herd in the stalls listen to verse 18 yet i will rejoice in the lord i will joy in the god of my salvation see that i will rejoice Guess what? Verse 19. The Lord God is my strength. Hallelujah. So there's a thing or two between the strength of God and the joy of his people. There's the joy of the Lord is my strength. Right? So the Lord is my strength or the Lord God is my strength and he will make my feet like hinds' feet and he will make me to walk upon my high places to the chief singer on my stringed instrument. Praise God. So we need to be joyful to remain strong in him. Number four. Source of strength. Remember, we're talking about how do we access this strength for the journey? You're feeling a bit tired, a bit weary. How long? How? How? we how, how? said, look, calm down. We're showing you the avenues to draw down strength. Number one is the word. Incline your ears to the word. Number two, prayer. Engage prayer to the next dimension. Number three, uh, joy. Uh, endeavor that joy is flowing from your heart ceaselessly. Number four, uh, wisdom. 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 Wisdom wisdom is better than strength hallelujah 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 bible says that christ is made unto us wisdom wisdom righteousness redemption and sanctification so he is our wisdom look at ecclesiastes 9 verse 16. ecclesiastes the preacher 9 verse 16. then said i wisdom is better than strength nevertheless the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. Guess what? Wisdom is better than strength. Hallelujah. And wisdom by extension makes available strength to that who, who is wise. To so the man who is wise, he is strong. Hallelujah. The wise is a strong one. Praise God. Look at Proverbs eight fourteen. This is right I can go back and refer to them. Proverbs eight fourteen. Counsel is mine. And sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. Praise God. Number five. Perhaps we'll close here because of time. Waiting upon the Lord. This one I think we need to push quite a bit. Waiting upon the Lord. Waiting upon the Lord. Somebody once said, you'll either wait or you'll end up wasting. There's something about they that wait Upon the Lord, will you turn to Isaiah 40 29 to 31? Wow, basa palotas. Wait upon the Lord. Are you in need of strength? Block out a pocket of time one day, two days, three days. Wait upon the Lord. Perhaps you can add it fasten to it. Spend time in the Word, spend time in prayer. Let it be a focused time to seek the face of God. Guess what? You're going to come out of that moment refreshed. One day, two days, three days invigorated, empowered. Why? There's something about those who wait in God's presence. Their strength is renewed. Look at that Isaiah 40. Wow. Father Lord, I thank you for releasing strength for the journey over us as these words have been spoken and been breathed upon people in the nations. Let the discouraged be encouraged. Let the doubt and receive faith. You said we are not to be weary in well-doing. If we, uh, uh, if we faint, we'll not reap. Lord, receive grace. So run along. Let somebody be so energized and encouraged to pick up their Bible again, to go back to prayer. Or oh, one who said, I will not join that online service again. Let them be so encouraged to trust you. Wow. of bagasi. That you are still the God of the impossible. Braka. Can somebody receive strength for one minute? Bako zagaliya. Father, strengthen me for the journey. Brako I pray for oil in my lamp now. Pray. Oil in my lamp. I will not be weary. I will not be like the five foolish who verdes who lack oil. Oh, on this day, I'm gonna ask you to fill my lap. Somebody receives strength where you are. Strength for the journey. Be encouraged, be strengthened. Marco Briata brata. Strength for the journey. Bolana, bolana, krapati, krapata. Lord, strength. For... Lay your hand upon your head and say, I receive strength for the journey. I cause doubt. I cause fear. I cause anxiety. I cause depression. I cause worry. Be God in the name of the Lord, Father, Lord, pregate, Thank for liberty. Boo, Somebody is strengthened now in your inner man by the Holy Ghost. Strength for the journey. Strength for the journey. Strength for the journey. None shall doubt. None shall give up. None shall be hijacked. Oh Lord, grace to endure to the end. None shall be a castaway. Is there any area where wronged you? In what in thought did the will present before you? Let the block cleanse and forget. Let the wheel that was clogged clock right now. Let there be movement again and traction to the future. Move from the slow lane to the fast lane. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Strength for the journey being released. We receive. We receive. We receive. We receive. Somebody receive that? In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Final scripture. Isaiah 40, 29. Wow. He giveth power to the faint. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And to them that have no might. That means it's possible when you don't have might for your might to be increased. I, I don't know where your might is. 10%, 30%, 50%, 70%, 80%. No matter where it is, it can be filled. Right? It says, it says he he says, he and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Hallelujah 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 so there is no case that is a hopeless case yes there's no case that is a helpless case yes yes i don't care how how close you are to giving up to compromise it no as long as there is breath in your nostrils it's not over it's not over until it's over psalm 156. 6 let everything that had breath praise the lord breakfast as long as you're alive Oh, heavens can still fix it. Yes, yes. Mercy is still speaking for you. Grace is still speaking for you. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run. Mm -hmm. So, from the place of waiting and watching, you run. They shall run. And not be weary and they shall walk and not faint you know what, what I, I i see in this scripture is that the, the lord is saying that you know young men typically that are strong we know that they're strong right that even they will faint under the pressure of the times they live in that even though your physical composition should guarantee you strength right as a young youthful person god is saying that it comes a point in time in life where th- there's so much pressure that even the youth of the young will faint. Uh uh-huh. Whether you're young, you're old, you're middle age, you, you can't hold it. But it says this uh, there They that wait, whether young or old, once you're waiting, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings of the eagle. Guess what? They will run. Do not worry. They will walk and faint not. Once again, wherever you are, lift your hands in your own voice, receive strength. The so Lord. Strengthen me for the journey. Will you pray that prayer for one minute? One minute. Lord, strengthen me for the journey. Wow. I receive strength. Woo! I receive strength. I receive strength. Be sincere and genuine. I receive strength. Receive it i receive strength i receive strength wow they shall run and be not worried they shall walk and faint not that's our portion on this altar as a global family none shall fit braga braga we endure to the end kalaka that financial test will not take you out that marital delay will not take you out no 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 i'm going back again now Elijah like said to himself, go again, seven times, go again, go again. I declare to you, you go again. As you go again, you find strength and find victory. Go back again to that job. Go back to the hospital. The report is about to change. Go back, go back, go back, go again. Wave your hands as one who is victorious. Sight to sight, so Lord, I thank you. I thank you for a change that has come upon me this hour. I thank you for refreshing me, for strengthening me in my inner man, by your spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen.
0: You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi-Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rojek, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic.org. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at Pastor Goodhart. And on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodhart. Keep hearing the Word of God, it will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.